So when you're new in your role, just take on those new things. It might not be something you're super excited about, like technology is not my favorite thing, but I leaned into that and now my team does the technology recruiting, right? So having those opportunities back then helps set you up for success. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and today I have a fun conversation with Tara Storms. Tara is the Director of Talent Acquisition at Best Buy. Tara, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. All right. I'm excited about our conversation. Let's jump right in. And if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit around high level around your background, how you got into recruiting, which is always an interesting story, as well as some of the roles that you've held leading up to your current position at Best Buy. Absolutely. I always love people's backgrounds and how they got to where they're at. So mine is no different. I went to a small private college here in Minnesota, University of St. Thomas, majored in HR, but how I got into talent acquisition is no different than anyone else. You fall into it. You don't know that you're going to become a recruiter, but I will say it was a process of elimination. I started more the generalist route and just getting a little taste of everything. That's I think where your niche comes into play, where you're like, I really like talking to people and influencing them to take this great opportunity that I think they're great fit at. So I dabbled in a lot of different things within talent acquisition. I've worked at large companies like Target, Northwestern Mutual, did some smaller companies too, a small marketing company. So I've had the grassroots of like, you're doing a little bit of everything in a job to you have a very specific role. So when I graduated from St. Thomas, I started at Northwestern Mutual. I was more of like operations manager there, but I did all the hiring for that location. So I did every job. And what I liked about recruiting is I walked in the shoes of every person I hired. I sat at the front desk. I did all of the intake meetings. I helped the financial representatives. So I knew exactly what the roles were and what it took to find that right person. And I think that kind of gave me an advantage in finding the right talent for the roles. So with that, then I moved over to Target, was local here in Minnesota and did that role and led a much larger team. So it was a great opportunity for me where I got some more exposure, but it was a much more niche role, right? So I managed a team of like 35 there. It was all process improvement. We did some, like I built my own team from that, but it was a little bit more HR focused than talent acquisition, I would say, because I only recruited my team periodically. It was more the day-to-day business, but got a lot of exposure within a large organization and then knew I really liked the talent acquisition side and wanted to focus on that. So went to a smaller company where I built out some more processes, improvements, and kind of ran HR, if you will, and managed the team and the day-to-day operations, which I thought was great exposure for me. But I realized that 
that I really missed the larger company. So with a few other short stints in there, I think I really knew that I loved just recruiting and focusing on that and hiring the people and working with the executives and leaders to help build their talent. I found a lot of energy from that. And you realize that after you've tried multiple different jobs, right? So I feel like I've tried a little bit of everything and I knew where I got my energy and where I got excited about my day was really recruiting. So I went to more of a mid-sized company. It was called Spoke. It's a software company. And they had about 600 employees at the time and they were building a whole new infrastructure. So my job was to come in and help build that. We were hiring about 150 people. Seems small, but for a 600 person company, that was a big feat in one year. And so I worked closely with the CTO, the head of HR, like all of the executives to help build out that talent. That was great exposure into like more of the leadership roles that I really wanted and the seat at the table within talent acquisition. Because I do think sometimes businesses don't ask you to be at that seat at the table and we need a seat at the table as we're building the talent. And then led my role to Best Buy, where I am today. That's great. Yeah, it's a big jump from a 600-person company to Best Buy. Uh, a few, <laughs> few more hires running through the system there. Yeah, that's great. Let's talk a little bit about your role at Best Buy and how that structure works. And so if you wouldn't mind, share a little bit about your responsibility, your team, number of hires, how it works within the greater Best Buy organization. Yeah, sure. So I've been here just over a little over five years and now with leading a team. So it's, I report up to a senior director and between me and my peer, we divide up the business. So we do all of the hiring or our teams do all of the hiring for corporate. So when you think of Best Buy, you think of the retail stores that is all held, that is all done within the stores. The only, the thing that our teams do is do the leadership for those stores, as well as any corporate roles. So it's just to call out the differentiator that there's people within the stores hiring the non-exempt roles, and we're hiring all the leadership as well as any of the corporate roles. I don't even know the exact number of employees that we have today. It varies because we have a lot of people remote and over different locations, but our headquarters is here in Minnesota. And obviously it's ebbed and flowed within the last few years, but we do offer a variety of different positions. Like my business that I support would be like when I said we divide up the businesses between me and my peer, I manage all of the digital and technology side, marketing, enterprise risk and compliance, legal, and Best Buy Health. So those are the four areas that are four or five areas that I support. And then my peer manages all the rest. So we divide it up and then we have teams that support that work underneath that. So I have a team of managers that report to me, and then we have recruiters at different levels of experience underneath that. So it offers a little bit of variety depending on the work that's needed for the business. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the recent past. And so if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about maybe some of the initiatives and things that you and your team have been working on at Best Buy over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, well, a couple of years ago, we were heavily into recruiting. When Best Buy became essential, we had there was no extra time outside of recruiting. Now things have shifted for us. And as a result of that, we've developed three talent acquisition priorities that we're focusing on. So number one is improving the candidate and hiring manager experience, where we're focusing mostly on like what's white glove look like for a candidate and hiring manager? Like what does a candidate expect from us and what should we expect from a hiring manager as well? Versus I think in the past, we focused on what makes the recruiter's job a little bit easier, what makes our day-to-day easier. And we're really flipping that coin to say, hey, how do we focus on the candidate and hiring manager? The next one is enhancing our inclusive and hiring practices. So think of everything from your first day to how you're onboarded to our partners all across the company. Again, we work with learning and development. You work with our brand team, you work with the onboarding team. Like we have multiple different partners that we need to like get aligned with to ensure that it's the best experience. And like, what does that look like in this market now? We've all gone remote. 
or most jobs, some people are coming back in, we're coming back in more period on a more intermittent basis, like hybrid, I would say. So what does that look like when we hire people, right? So we're really breaking that down as well. And then the third is our internal sourcing strategy. So we have obviously a lot of hires within our stores and they're great talent. So how do we continue to move them as people want to move to the corporate side into different roles? And we're trying to develop a strategy around that. With the market that's shifted and just like when you think of career and development, it's an opportunity for us to tap into extra talent locally within our locations of all our stores because we have hundreds of stores all over the U.S. So it's a great opportunity for us to lean into that work as well. So those are the things we're three things we're focused on and really what the teams are doing as a result of that is dividing up the project work, right? So we have the three initiatives and then we develop project leads from that. Like I'm a project sponsor on the first one, improve a candidate hiring manager experience. And then we're breaking out the teams to get the teams involved in the work that they do day to day of what would make their job easier when it comes to a candidate hiring manager, again, hiring and then our sourcing strategy. Okay, great. Let's talk a little bit about that, your key project around candidate experience and hiring manager experience. Where are you at as far as what are you trying to take it from and to, or maybe what are a couple of the key areas that you're looking to improve specifically? Yeah. So we're um, breaking down each step of our process, right? So when you think of what our intake meeting is, we call it a TAC, a talent acquisition consultation, right? So we're consulting the business. We don't want to be order takers. We want to consult with the business. So that's one piece. Like what does our posting look like? What does the application process look like for a candidate? So again, removing as we kicked off this project and we just recently did this, so we're new into it, I would say, but with the work, it's really making sure that, I mean, some of these steps as we document what we're currently doing and what good looks like in the future, it might be more work for a recruiter. It might not, but our focus really needs to remain on the candidate and hiring manager as that's where the, I think the market has shifted to is how do we make it a great experience for them? In the market where it was two years ago, it was all about like whatever the candidate wanted. And it's like, we want to make sure if they're going to move to the best buy at this point, again, in a market where it's a little bit different, we want to make sure it's a great experience from the day that they get spoke called from a recruiter to the next moment where they are hired and the hiring manager is greeting them at the front door, right? Like we want to make sure that it's a great end-to-end process. So we're just kicking off. It's a lot of work, that's for yeah. sure, but it's good work. That's great. So you're going through the process to identify the key kind of gaps and constraints and looking at those. If you've got failure points right now or things that are not providing the experience that, that you're looking for on how do you address those? And then you'll go through a prioritization of those and then determine how to solve, understand where you're at and that those are really good initiatives. And yeah, it's, I mean, different market right now for sure than it has been historically, but this is a good time. This is definitely a good time as maybe volumes decrease a little bit to focus on those highly strategic projects. So that's great. It also has allowed, like, again, as the market has shifted for some development opportunities within our team. So things think that we've been having to put aside due to the crazy hiring that we did two plus years ago to what does each recruiter or individual contributor want to fill their bucket? And we are able to offer that within these projects and or other work within the organization. So we've offered as businesses haven't been able to hire or we've had to shift the work, we've offered another opportunity to really lean into team members to be like, how do we drive your motivation and continue to keep you engaged in this work. And we've been able to outsource some of our team members to other areas of the business, which I think has been huge right now, whether they want to be an HR business partner, or they want to help with the brand team, or they want to help like in the op side of it, using like my network, as well as my leaders network to help figure out where we can fill those pockets. And it's allowed them to stretch themselves in different ways on top of this project work, which has been great. 
Yeah, that's a great initiative to leverage that kind of some of that cross-functional business experience for your team that somebody might discover something else that they may like better or that's great for the business, or they may just use it to inform how they can become a better recruiter coming back into the organization. So all of that, I think, is net positive. So kudos to you and your team for enabling that internally at Best Buy. I think that's a really thoughtful and strategic way to think about your talent. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit, like as you start looking into the future, so you've got these three key initiatives that are going to take a lot of your team's focus and time here going forward as far as improvement initiatives. Anything else that you look at in the kind of broader TA landscape that's interesting you and your team that you're going to be starting to think about a little bit more as you look a little further into the future? I think it's just making sure we have a role called a relationship manager within talent acquisition, and that person is tied to a certain business. And so as, again, recruiting has not been as prevalent as it's been in the past, we really want those relationship managers to be at the seat at the table with that business. So for example, in our marketing business, right, that relationship managers going in with a strategic approach of like, what is needed, what's not needed for your business, how can talent acquisition help? Again, leveraging maybe some of our team members for work or recruiting from that matter, This role has really transformed us to make sure that we have a seat at the table and stay relevant. The other thing that this role also does that I think has been very instrumental is doing QBRs, quarterly business reviews. So we're able to present data like with using different tools that we have to share, like here's what the market's doing. So when a role comes to play and they want this specific thing, we can use some of the tools we have to help drive that answer into it maybe a different approach. And it's allowing the team to be set up for more success. So this is a newer role for us, but we really have been leaning more into like being at the table with that business in partnership with our compensation partners, as we have a role here in that, and then as well as our HR business partner. So we try to have the four of us at the table, hiring manager, HR business partner, comp, and our talent acquisition relationship manager to ensure we're driving the same results versus operating in silos, which sometimes happens in a larger company, right? Is that you're trying to remove some of those silos. And when you get so many people in the room, it sometimes shifts the work. So we're just trying to stay ahead of that from a talent acquisition, even though we're not as, like I said, we're not hiring like we did two years ago. Sure. That's great. Last question I would have for you is if you wouldn't mind sharing any advice that you would have for the listening audience, and it could be something that you tell your team, something that you that that would that resonated with you as you were starting your career or, or any course of your career, but just some advice that you would have for the listening audience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is hard. If you're newer in your career, I would say the one thing I did, like when I think about my first role at a college is I never said no. And knowledge was power. And like I said, when I worked at Northwestern Mutual, for example, I knew every role. I did every role there. So as a recruiter, understanding who you're hiring and the profile you need to make them successful, I just never said no. If somebody like was out of town and I'd be like, I'll watch the front desk or I just said yes to everything. And I think that got me, I guess, the opportunity to lean in in different ways because then I was always there. So when you're new in your role, just take on those new things. It might not be something you're super excited about. Like technology is not my favorite thing, but I leaned into that. And now my team does the technology recruiting, right? So having those opportunities back then helps set you up for success. The other side of that, I think if you are maybe a leader or if you're managing a team of some sort, I mean, right now, how to tap into the talent. I think the hardest thing as leaders right now in talent acquisition is keeping the team engaged on potentially when they are not doing the work that they were hired to do, right? The market has shifted so much. We're trying to keep our teams intact. And as a result of that, like I mentioned earlier of the stretch assignments and the project work, these are not things people are like, I want to recruit. I want to do technical recruiting. And that's a hard thing to do right now when we don't have 
the roles tied to it, right? We don't have roles coming in in the same manner as we did previously, just due to the market shift. People are cost cutting and shifting work internally. And so it's keeping those teams engaged. And I think just making sure that you're aware of that and leaning into development anyway, socializing that again with other people that you partner with within your organization. So I think of like the VPs or SVPs of people that I partner with is here's what talent acquisition is doing today, right? We're sharing our talent. We're getting people out there. We're developing them in different ways. These are all things people wish for in a job when, but then sometimes they don't have time to do them. And now we have time to do them. So I think I'm just trying to make sure that if I were guiding an, another leader is don't lose sight on like where people are at in their journey. Because as a leader, you tend to know more than maybe the individual contributor on like what's going on in the business, but bring them along with it, right? Like we need to all be transparent of where we're at and where we're not at, and then have people lean in that way. And it creates a good culture. Like one of the things that you just need to focus on in this market where we're not hiring like crazy is focusing on the culture of your team, focusing on the culture of the company you work for. We have to remind ourselves, these are the people bringing in other talent to this organization. If they don't feel that, they will have a hard time recruiting those individuals. You have to believe in where you work. So that would be the other thing is just have a strong pulse of that. Like we can't lose sight of that right now, even though the market is a little bit slower within talent acquisition. I think that's great advice. I think they kind of align with each other on earlier in career, be open to those opportunities to stretch and grow and do things outside of your comfort zone. And as a leader, helping facilitate and enable that and then leverage that to be able to show other types of value to the business outside of just a recruiting and and the caliber of talent that you have in the organization and how that can take on new responsibilities and that talent can learn and grow and and add that business value. So I think that's great advice. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Like, I mean, we don't want to lose our talent. We've taken so much time and energy to find it. We all know that's the hardest part. And once they're onboarded, even though everything has shifted, I think we've been really creative here at Best Buy and how to keep people engaged in different work. Again, it might not be the exact work that they were looking for, but I think we all understand the market and where it's at. And when recruiting does come back, it always does at some point. We want to have this team in place. We don't want to lose the talent that we have because we've built such a great team. And it's just been great to see everyone lean into that work and thrive. So Yeah, and strengthen the culture and your your point around that. And when they do come back and start recruiting talent, they'll have their own story to share and be that much more embedded in in the organization and, and feel stronger. So I think that's great. Absolutely. Very good. Well, Tara, thank you so much for joining today, sharing your journey, sharing your story. I really appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.